Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Taboo. Y'all not gonna believe this. Can you believe this? Y'all not gonna believe this. Christy, tell them what happened to the last episode. Child, we recorded, guys. We were on time. We're loving season two. We're Mm. all about like consistency, Mm. being on time, efficient. Mm. Child. We recorded such a good episode for you guys. We're gonna re-record it tonight, so that's what you're gonna be listening to. We're gonna talk about confidence. But I went to go edit it, child. Oh god. And the footage was gone. What? Yep. I was devastated. So I'm still upset. devastated. But you know what? We're back. We're better than ever. And today we're going to give you guys the same episode. So before we even dive into today's episode, I wanted to give you guys a quick update on my life because I feel like at this point, you guys are my friends. Like, I want to tell you what's going on with me. Yeah. So, you know, I told you guys I've been heavily in the dating scene, you know, just dipping and dabbing, dabbing and zipping. Right. Figure out what I want in life because that's what 20-year-olds are supposed to do. That's Period. what they say, apparently. Period. But I got back on Hinge, and, you know, Chet Hanks, uh, my boyfriend, he told me that it was going to be a white boy summer. And, right. you know, um, even though he's already my white boy, he feels like he has to do a lot in California right now. Right. So he wants me to get back on Hinge and find my own white boy. Yeah. 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 So that's yeah. what I've been doing. Um, <laughs> I don't know, though. I don't know if it's a fully white boy summer, because I still love my black man, my Spanish man, and all that stuff. But, guys, Hinge is where it's at. Like, I really like that app so far. I have to try it, I think. No, I think so. It might so. be that time. I just put my, fr- my other friend on, and she loves it so far because sometimes you just need like a couple people to remind you like you are that bitch i hope so and i hope they're not on there trying to humble me you know what i mean no definitely not okay because at the end of the day it's like an app where you have to connect with people first on their looks okay oh yeah so it's like it's literally just you look at them and you can either press x or you can press message so being on these dating apps you have to have a certain level of confidence because going into it you're kind of like hello i'm the shit Mm -hmm. realize why i'm the shit Mm -hmm. so on a scale of one to Beyonce, Kristen, how confident are you? Okay, my confidence is not so much so Rihanna yet. Mm. It's like before Rihanna, but after SZA's song, Garden Say It Like That. Mm. Because like in that song, she's saying like, oh, like I need you to still gas me up. I need you to tell me I'm all these things. I need you to tell me I'm the things that I'm not, even just because I want to hear it. And like... I'm past that. I'm past that stage of like needing somebody to tell me what I am. There's nothing wrong with like a little bit of reassurance, but like I'm past that stage. But I'm not quite at like Rihanna yet. Yeah. I'm trying to be at Rihanna. Mm. Where are you? The levels of like not giving a damn. Yeah. For me, um, I feel like I'm finally feeling super confident in my body. Nice. I'm confident in my personality, who I am. Here. But I'm still like a Kim K. I'm right. not gonna lie to you. Kim me and Kimmy, we, we relate on a level as like where we know we are that bitch. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we're going to be saying that a lot this episode. But we know we are, you know, that girl. But mm-hmm. at the same time, we do have our insecurities. So it's like, I have these insecurities, but I've kind of accepted them. Mm-hmm. And I know of them. And I'm, But it's like still fueling me to feel like my best self every single day. So like, I know that like your weight and stuff has always been a struggle for you. Mm-hmm. But when did you realize like you wanted to work on your confidence? What made you decide, okay, this is something I need to work on? So I feel like I've always been like aware of my confidence level and like mm-hmm. what confidence meant to me, but every single age it looked very different. Right. So like just taking you through it, at twelve years old, I wanted to be confident in like my natural hair because mm-hmm. you know everyone we was all at the pool right. for that fifth grade graduation party right. and my hair was looking like a little scrub ball. Right. Okay, and I was so upset. I was just like, Why can't I have these girls like these these white girls, these Caucasians? Right. I wanted to have light flowy hair. You know? Caucasus. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I wanted to have long, flowy hair, mm-hmm. and when I got out the water, it would just look nice. But So I think for, at, like, 12 years old, I was just really struggling with my natural hair. And once I embraced that, I was like, okay, you know what? Not really embrace it so much, but kind of just, like, be okay with not looking the same as mm-hmm. everyone else. 
And then at 16, I wanted to be confident in my weight. That's when I started dieting. Right. So I was just like very hyper-focused on what I was eating, what I was doing, and my body was like the main source of my confidence at that mm -hmm. point. And then at 21, it was like, okay, I'm gonna be confident in my relationships and who I present myself to be. Because I had just gotten out of that terrible relationship with the narcissist, and I was like, you know what? Confidence for me now looks like security. Like, I want to I be secure that. in who I am and who I present myself to be and, like, make sure that I'm translating well to other people mm -hmm. because I felt like I was always translating as someone who I wasn't. Mm -hmm. And now at 23, I feel like I'm just trying to be confident in, like, my style. I'm trying to figure out what suits me, what suits my body, and what I'm feeling that day. And then also just in my skills because mm -hmm. confidence really radiates for me um, at this age my skills and like what I'm good at and that makes me feel super like on top of the world when I, I know I'm that. the best at one. So I realized that confidence looks different for any everyone. Mm -hmm. So like what did it look like for you? So when I was younger I guess like confidence it was never it was never like, oh I think I'm ugly mm. but it was definitely like picking things on myself that I hated. Yeah. Um for a long time it was like my boobs and my eyes. I don't know why my eyes my eyes are so random but like everybody would always be like, You have big ass eyes and I'd be like, shut the Oh. Yo, people are such like, bullies. please leave me alone, bro. Please leave me alone. I can see everything, bro. <laughs> Just mind your damn business. Yo. Um, and then I went from that to like being really top heavy, cause like I was always, I always had a really tiny frame, but like I nitpicked the hell out of everything. Like, I, you guys know from last season, probably like I've mentioned like having slight OCD. Okay, so what? Let's move on. <laughs> but like I do that to myself. I do it to myself all the time. I look in the mirror and I'm like. Damn, not you being 90 pounds but having triple D's on your chest. Mm. Damn, not you looking like the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Oh my Damn, God. Like, you know, I could just go on for days. Why would you violate yourself like I that? I still do it to myself. <laughs> we, we, we're working on that one, guys. Right, I'm, I'm right. in the doctor. Self love, so. self love. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, it was like that for a long time and it still is, and I'm still working on that. But as far as like confidence being you feel and mm. don't just see, mm. that was different. Like, that's a whole different journey where like, I started to realize my lack of confidence due to the relationship that I was in. Right. And I, I hate that. I Guys, I don't know if you can relate, but don't you hate the feeling that like you don't start to realize your self-worth until you're with or without somebody? Mm. That is so sick. You should know it by yourself. I mean, that's how I feel about myself. And so confidence looked different for me depending on whether I was single or in a long-term relationship. Yeah. And as Leanna has said in the past, I've only been in one. <laughs> so um, <laughs> it was a very long-term relationship. So uh, after that, I had realized, like, damn, I'm super dependent on him to make me feel like I'm worth something. Right. I didn't have confidence in, like, anything I was doing without being like, I need him, I need him, I need him. Mm. And so oh, now I guess what I work on is remaining true to what I want to do to keep me confident. So, right. like, not letting someone tell me what I am or who I am as long as, like, I believe what I am and who I am. It's always okay to hear feedback from other people, but at the end of the day, nobody is you. Yeah. And like some people may call it delusional, but that's sometimes what it has to be. Like you have to be delusional to get to where you want to be. No, my favorite line ever is fake it until you become it. Yeah. Like you can't fake it till you make it. You right. have to fake it till you become it. Because once you, if you fake it and you make it, you're going to have to keep faking it in order to keep making it, mm -hmm. right? So if you fake it till you become it, once you become it, you don't have to like pretend anymore you can just yeah. be this is who you are even yeah. if it's a state of delusion this is who you are now and yeah. this is who you tell yourself you're going to be and that's what's helped me overcome so much mm -hmm. but for you would you say so your approach was more of like a mindset type of approach okay so like as far as that goes most of the time yeah i tried for my mindset to change first and then like for action to follow mm. but sometimes it doesn't work that way yeah sometimes like you said you just have to fake it until you become it like mm. i had to keep doing things and acts to myself and um behaving in certain ways until i started believing it yeah because like here's the thing right even when it comes to physical confidence 
beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Period. So like I used to have it on my mirror. Word. So what one man's trash is is another man's treasure. What mm. somebody thinks is super beautiful, somebody else may think is super unattractive. Nobody can really tell you who you are, what you look like. And the thing is, it's all subjective. It's so like anybody that tells you anything, don't listen to them. Yeah, that's their business. That's how yeah, they perceive you. Exactly. And it's not your job to worry about how people perceive you. And I think that's something that I've just finally learned at this age. It's like, I have, I, I'm such a control freak where I try to control how people are even like looking at me. You cannot do that. I have no control over that. I have to let that go. Boy. So that was a big part of like building my confidence. Just like, they are going to see me the, however they want to see me, so I'm going to do me. Regardless. That, yeah, regardless. To. Like, I'm going to be the best person I can, and if they can't, like, see that, then that's their business. Yeah, so then, like, what steps do you take, though, to gain some more confidence, to work on your confidence? I still do something that, like, my mom made us do when we were younger. Mm -hmm. And so when we were younger, my mom would have us stand in front of the mirror before we went to sleep and say five things we loved about ourselves. And whether it was like personality wise or appearance wise, she just made sure that we said something because growing up as a black woman, it's really hard to find things that you love about yourself, especially when you look so different from other people. So I think like one thing that she knew I was insecure about was my hair. So she, I would always go in front of the mirror and I would say, I love my hair. Even that though I didn't. That's so cute. Right. Like, I, I would just say, I love my hair, mm -hmm. and I love my nose, and I just love my eyes, and I love the way my smile, like, you know, can light up a room. It was little things like that that just made me appreciate all the things that I kind of glazed over because mm -hmm. I was so worried about my insecurities that I couldn't focus on, like, the actual good things about me. Yeah. So I still do that to this day, and I always recommend it to everyone else. Like, stand in front of the mirror and just admire yourself because if you're you not going to do it. You did tell me to do that. Yeah, no one else will. So it's like, admire yourself because that's the best, like, finding that confidence within yourself will radiate all over. And then another thing what I did was I just changed my style too. I changed my style and I mm -hmm. found out what worked for me because guys, I used to dress like a goddamn nurse or something. I never said that to her. Though. I literally used to dress, I used to wear my mom's clothes. Like I never that's said, how, oh my God. I would never say that to I her. I was down bad, oh my God. <laughs> I literally used to dress so badly and so like now that I'm finally coming into my own and realizing like what fits me, what suits me and what I can wear mm -hmm. and now, like not so body oriented, but more just like emotionally. How you're feeling. Yeah, how I'm feeling that What's day. What's the vibe? Is how I usually like want to go about it. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing, um, whenever I need to feel confident, I'll hone in on my skills. So nice. like, I love that we're doing this episode because this makes me feel more confident going in because I'm like, damn, I am damn good at podcasting. <laughs> like, I am damn good at this. I am damn and, like, good at talking. Even when I'm doing it at my job, like I'm like, damn, I am damn good at presenting. Like I can do that. When I focus on those skills where I know like I can dominate yeah. Yeah, and I can shine in, that's where I'm like, I'm confident as hell. I feel like for me, confidence is not like a step-by-step -step thing, but like still a mindset. I'm sorry, guys. I no, just really get is, stuck though. on the mindset part of it. It's like a lot of it is, is for me accepting reality, mm. being like aware of what's true and what's false. And it is what it is. Not good or bad. Don't label things good or bad because things aren't good or bad. They just are. Mm. And it's up to everybody else to kind of put those labels on it, but they just are. You can't change certain things. So like... For me, there are certain things I I just don't consider going under the knife for or changing for anybody else. Like, not so much standards. I'm not looking to change standards necessarily, but things that, like, are just non-negotiable for me. Like, how I'm being treated, kindness. Mm -hmm. um, what's the other one? Going under the knife for, like, anything on my face, I will not do it. The only reason is because maybe I would feel differently if I really hated my face, and I know a lot of people go through things like that where, like, physically right. they just hate it so much. Right. 
But I would go under the knife for my body. Mm. There are things that I know make me uncomfortable living. It's mm. not just that I don't like it. So I become okay and like I try to accept the things that I know I cannot change, but don't make me feel less than mm. or don't make me feel uncomfortable. When it comes to dating and stuff, guys, that confidence like will radiate to whoever is attracted to you or mm. will become attracted to you because of your confidence. There are days that like I'll go outside, I have pictures in my camera all night right now, and I know the last day I felt like this. I had on like sneakers, some biker shorts, and a baggy t-shirt, and my hair was not done. I had sunglasses mm. on, but girl, when I tell you I was giving what it was supposed to give, I was it. giving, I was serving, all I was doing it. all of that, okay? Right. It was all inclusivity, okay? <laughs> I was giving, and I felt so good. I got hit on by so many guys that day, none of which I gave my number to because they were all white men. Oh, Jesus. They were all white men, and they no, all had what? rings on their fingers. Oh, I was about to say, They all had rings on their fingers. Say. Sorry, babe, they all had rings on their fingers, so I did not give them my number, mm. but... Um, it's all about like how you feel. So go with what you feel. Don't go with what you think other people are gonna feel if they see you or like, you know, this is for my ladies. You know when you go like meet a, a new group of girls or something or you're going out and you wanna make sure that everybody's on the same type of time, like we're all dressed kind of similar, like what are you wearing? What are you gonna look like? Are you gonna look like this? How are you gonna do your hair? Are you gonna do your makeup? Are you gonna wear a lot of makeup? Mm -hmm. Do what you wanna do. Yep. Do what you wanna do. And if, have them all fall in line. Exactly. If you're feeling confident in that moment, go with it. Don't go with what everybody else is doing because there are times where like I'm going out with my friends and I put makeup on and I hate it. I hate it because mm. I wasn't feeling it in the first place. I should have just gone the way I wanted to go. I would have felt so much better. It would have shunned through in the pictures. Now I'm going through all of them and I hate them because I know exactly how I was feeling. Mm. Anyway, I don't know if y'all can relate, but like I, I said, relate to that. Like go I with what you feel like. So like sometimes when you're around a group of girls and like, you know, you're just feeling yourself or, you know, I post on social media all the time. Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes people can perceive me as a little bit like cocky and I hate that because like, yes, I take 700 selfies, but it's mm -hmm. also because I'm just feeling myself. Like I'm Very just feeling good. good. I'm always wondering the difference between confident and cocky like, mm -hmm. what is that the line for me is certainty mm. it's like being certain in the fact that you know who you are so you don't have to say anything about it mm. I feel like people that understand that certainty and are mature understand the line between like cocky and confidence mm. and it doesn't come off as because honestly like you know me I'm the first one to say this bitch thinks she cocky or like Mostly about guys, because yeah. like guys, for me, it's so easy to tell somebody that's like yeah. smelling himself. You guys love to flaunt. Yes, versus girls, because at this point, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be biased, but like we need to guess ourselves, mm -hmm. because y'all don't be doing a good enough job. Y'all want to humble women so badly. Y'all be scratching and itching to humble women, and I'm sick of it. What did I post today? There was a post that I saw, and it said, I know people gas you all day, so I'm a chill. Well, darling, you do that. And I'll be where the gas is. Thank yeah. you very much. Like, what is wrong with you? There's nothing that upsets me more than an insecure man who feels like he is threatened by a bad bitch. Are you kidding me? You're telling me that you're you so You want worried. one, but you don't want to tell her what she is. You're trying to humble me? Oh, my God. You see this fat ass? I will boy. kill a nigga with my hands and the next time he ever... Boy. I hope you guys hear this background singer right now. Like, what? <laughs> I did not ask for ad this. What okay. I'm trying to talk about. You're but right. seriously, like, I hate it. It irks my nerves. It grinds my gears when an insecure guy is like, oh, I know a million guys are complimenting you, so I won't be the next one. Just know that, you know, like, girl. Boo. Boo, you stink. Boo. Like, own your, like, why are you so worried about who else is hitting me up? Focus on what you're doing. Like, people can compliment me all the time, but it only matters when you when do the, it. You know? To you. Like, not even to be a sin, but it only matters when a certain person does it. So why are you worried about other people? Focus on yourself, king. Damn. Going back to it, like, the difference for me between 
co- like confidence and cocky mm-hmm. is that the fact that like people who are confident can also own their insecurities instead of pretending like they don't exist yeah. and that's where they go wrong they go out of their way to be offended because they can't really see what's wrong with them right. and those people are not self-aware at all right. people who are confident are self-aware have accepted their insecurities and know that their insecurities only make them stronger so period going back to what i said before i am a confident woman <laughs> thank you <laughs> Okay, so we talked about being cocky and confident, but is there a difference to you between having confidence and knowing your power? I don't think they're really different. I think one stems from the other. And I okay. think knowing your power comes from the confidence. So like sometimes when you are confident, you don't necessarily know how much you can do. You're just proud of what you can do, mm-hmm. I feel like. You know, you are aware of how far you've come and who you are, but I feel like knowing your power is when you can step into a room and dominate. Command that room. Command that room as if you are the only person in there, you know? And I feel like there's so many times where confidence can get you into the room, but it's really the power that you radiate and, you know, just have in yourself to keep everyone interested within who's around you and in that room. But what I will say, though, because this is interesting that you're saying this, what I will say is that knowing your power, you know that you know your power when you're not worried or concerned about being powerful. So, like, having that control over people or that, like, commanding over people or that power without it being, like, a conscious decision. Mm. It's almost like, like, you know your power when you're living in your own world. Mm. Everybody else's world is none of your concern. Yep. I feel like that's when you know you've started to know your power and you have confidence. Because, like, like I said before, what's understood doesn't need to be said. Yep. Like, if you know you're rich, if you know you're that bitch, if you know you're funny, if you know you're intelligent, you don't ever need anyone to tell you. Think about it, like, this way, because we always look at it, like, with looks, but with, like, humor. Mm-hmm. If you know you're funny and you think you're funny, you don't give a damn if anybody else thinks you're funny. Yeah. It's the same thing with anybody with anything else, even like physicalities or like other people liking you and confidence. So, so you're talking about power, but what does power look like to you? Like what would you say power is? I would say it's the same thing. But I think even to add to that is like not just the commanding the room, but knowledge is power, right? Mm. Knowledge is power. Because when you know things you're also aware of the fact that you don't know a lot of things. Mm. And you're okay with knowing that you don't know things. And my dad always told me, there are like three circles of life. I don't remember all the circles. Mm. But the one circle I'm always cognizant of is the circle where you don't know what you don't know. Mm. Understanding that there are things that you're not even aware of that you have no idea of yet. So that's like keeping an open mind every time you meet somebody or stepping into a room and knowing that. Sometimes you have to be quiet. Yep. Sometimes you have to shut the hell up and yep. just listen to what other people are saying because there's no way in, in the world you know everything from A to Z. You can't be an expert on Every single everything, thing. you know? And no one, as I always say, like no one likes to know it all. Right. So sometimes even in a situation where you feel like you do know what the hell you're talking about, it's okay to be quiet. It's okay to chime in when you can, but just be quiet and listen to what other people have to say because the thing is, you can learn that you're doing something completely wrong or you yeah. knew something completely different than how somebody else is. Or yeah. yeah, there's a better way to do it. Like even... TikTok, we do that to me all the time. I just mm-hmm. learned how to put a trash can in the right way. I'll show you guys the video if you're interested. But seriously, you can think that you are like just the best at everything, but mm-hmm. if you just stay quiet and continue to be the student for the rest of your life, True I feel that. like you'll always continue to learn. Yeah. For me, when I think of power, I always think of like what are things that can make me, like I said, command a room, but also mm-hmm. what are things that are going to make sure that people are intrigued with what I'm saying. And I feel like something that I've had, I definitely have to learn, even within the podcast and within myself is just like when I'm nervous I tend to ramble and when I'm like not confident what I'm doing I have to like read off a sheet or I'm like trembling or you can hear it in my voice 
when I'm confident and I know my power and I know what the hell I'm talking about and it comes from like it stems from knowledge obviously but I make sure that I talk slow mm -hmm. I have good eye contact mm -hmm. and I'm just constantly educating myself on versatile conversation because when I do that I know that I can chime in wherever like wherever I need to right. and the fact that I can talk about I can go from one room talk about politics and the fact that I can go to another room talk about mathematics or you know just what's happening in the world it makes you so much more powerful because people want to talk to you and not even that it's like you just within yourself know how much you can bring to the table. Yeah, I, th I agree with her on that one. But I also just like, like she said, I just want to remind you guys since she said that, it looks different for everybody. Very true. It's so like that makes her feel good. That That's when she knows her power. That's when she feels confident. But for me, I'm kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum where it's like, that's a bonus to me. Mm -hmm. Like for me, that's a plus size, a plus size to anything. Like if I just think about putting myself in a room and like commanding a room, commanding a room for me is like, being genuinely interested in whatever it is that I'm interested in. Mm. It's not about like what other people want to talk to me about or like what I'm capable of doing with other people or being in other environments. It's about me. It's my world. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just telling you guys that because that's genuinely how I feel. Like I know it sounds kind of crazy, but living in your own world is when you know like you're at peace. Like yeah. there's nothing anyone can tell you and it's not to say it's it's not an ever an ever-changing journey because confidence is something that you're always going to have to go back to and check on. It's something that you're always going to have to go back to and work on. It's, yeah, it's not something that stays consistently the same at every level of, at every point in your life. There are things that are going to take you super low and super high, but yet you have to find this baseline. You have to go back to things like, I think Miles talked about in the other episode, going back to your habits. Mm. That's something that like you can call home. What are the things that like boost you up again, make you feel good, bring you back to baseline? No, exactly. And you know what? You said something to me a while ago, and you've been saying it, but you haven't been saying it the way that you told me. But it just made me, op it just opened my eyes to so much more. And you were just like, Liana, live in your truth. And you've been saying like, live in who you are, like live in reality. But you told me probably like a year ago, just live in your truth. Stop worrying about what other people are thinking of you. Stop worrying about what like you think of you at that point and just live in who you want to be. And that's resided with me for so long because just like, for so long, I feel like I'm worried about other people's problems and other people's like realities and I just need to focus on mine so that just always like maybe I said resides resonates resonates with me y'all hear this right for the record like she sound like a good friend right <laughs> like whoever this girl is Christian she, right. she sounds like a good friend Somehow. I do think that that's true though yeah I think like I'm gonna be honest with you you're talking about your confidence and like your style changing I feel like all of that changed when you started doing that yeah like all of that changed oh, when you started God. when you stopped worrying about like Mommy what cried. other people were gonna think about what you want to wear or how, like you know? how your hair is going to be like yeah. do you the other day guys Leanna posted a flick she was out with no makeup yep. on mm. do you know how big that is that's like nuts for me because for so long I was like I need makeup like when I left the house guys Hunter College I had an 8 a.m. class I was waking up at 5 a.m. just to put a pound of makeup don't on you face. think that's insane it's nuts don't you think that and the thing is like I've been telling her for so long you don't need need makeup. And this just goes to show, like, even if it's your best friend, it has you can tell somebody a thousand times what they do and don't need, how beautiful they are. It's not going to matter unless you see it in yourself. Absolutely. So do the work because this is a prime example of somebody that started, I hate to say it, but, like, started changing their mindset and, like, changing what they were doing for themselves and their behaviors and taking care of themselves. Really, though. And then seeing the results. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, I just got, I got really tired of getting so offended, going out of my way to be offended by when people 
saw me without makeup and saying like, oh, you look tired or so-and-so or this and that. It's like, you know what? I am tired. That's why I'm putting the goddamn makeup on today. I'm tired because I'm working hard. You know, so once I just accepted that and lived in my truth, you're so right. Like everything else just kind of followed in line. So I know it looks different for everyone. I know that sounds like a very cliche saying, but when you know, you know. Like when you know, you just What's understood doesn't need to be said. Yeah, once it clicks for you and it's just like, yeah, no, I'm not worried about them no more. That's all that matters. Like once you worry about you. What I did want to talk about was what upsets me the most is that sometimes when women think of their power or just like commanding a room or dominating a room we just get sexualized yeah and it's like or sometimes we feel like we need to be sexual in order to feel more dominant we accept being sexualized yeah Yeah. we kind of accept that because we feel like that's the only way we can exert that power that we have inside of us but it's like how else can we do that there how there has to be a way for us to exert our power without being in that position agreed so last season leanna talked about the book um evelyn hugo the seven husbands of evelyn mm. hugo okay guys i my finished woman. it i my finished woman. it in a week tell them book was fire Ugh. book was fire many lessons um men and women i do suggest you read it because you get a different perspective the title is not what you think it is no. life is not what you think it is mm. confidence is not what you think it is and all that being said mm-hmm. um my point here <laughs> my point here is that in the book she used her body as mm. a means of getting ahead oftentimes now living in 2021 I can say I think as a woman it's hard to find like to walk the fine line of like when to use it and when not to use right. it because like we talked about a few episodes ago it's about being sexualized there's a difference between being sexualized and then owning your sexuality and like owning your sex appeal mm. now I'm the woman that's on, like, 50-50. Sometimes I feel like, fuck it. Here's my thing. The reality of men, and no offense to the men listeners, this is not at you. It's just about your species. It's Mm. not personal. Y'all are dumb. Yeah, y'all are dumb. Um, You look at everything on a face value level and don't see anything further. So if all you're seeing is my tits when I come to say hi to you, that's your problem, not mine. Right. And I'm going to use it to my advantage if that's all you choose to see because there's much more there. I appreciate the men that compliment me, tell me I'm attractive, and then say, what are you into? Mm. What do you like to do for for fun? What books have you read? Um, What do you want to go back to school for? Would mm. you go back to school? What like what's your dream? Things like that. Go further. Yeah. So so on that perspective, it's like people are always like, well, if a woman chooses to use her sexuality to get ahead, that's not on me. That's on you. Yeah. You allowed it to happen. That if you you're are weak. Yeah. <laughs> if you're dumb enough and ignorant enough and naive enough and shallow enough, sorry, mm. but shallow enough to just go with that as your only like characteristic of me to get me ahead. I'm going with it because this is the world we live in and it's a dog eats dog world. Period. Okay? But here's the thing. Part of that is confidence and confidence in knowing that you have more to back it up. Right. So using your sexuality in a room that you walk into is, like we were talking about earlier, it's not your job to control somebody's perception of you. Mm. So if somebody perceives my sexuality before they choose to perceive my intellect or my humor or my interests or my passions, that's not on me. I have that to back it up if you know, if, if the boobies don't work. Period. If the face doesn't work. If the face card doesn't work, I have more than that. But it's the no face problem. card never declines. It never declines. What I will say about confidence, though, at the end of the day, is that for men and women, mm-hmm. sexy as hell. Confidence is always a vibe. The fact that someone knows their worth in just some way or another, and even if they're still learning it, but just knows who they are and can live in their truth and can stand true to who they are, ooh, yeah. It's a turn on. It's a turn. It's a major turn on. It's a turn on. Cocky is never turn on because yeah, that's we what can, I was just gonna say. We can always see right through it. Yeah. Every single time, and it's it's. I guess it goes for men and women too because I feel like men can tell an insecure woman as well. Oh. That's why they can absolutely. pounce. Absolutely. They, they can pounce on you. Exactly. It goes one, two, three. So one, 
is confidence, right? Mm. Confidence is like the best place to be at. Right. But then you go into cocky, mm. and then cocky turns into corny, and Ooh. that's where you lose me. That's where you lose me. If you know me, if you're one of my friends, then you've heard me say he corny. Yo. And I'll be like, what do you mean by that? You wait. Wait till he opens up his mouth, listen to the things he says, see the pictures he posts. I'm just saying, like, you know, Instagram and, like, everything on social media is, uh, you know, it's still about perception. But at the end of the day, what are you comfortable with me perceiving? Mm. Yeah. What are you comfortable with me perceiving? Right. That's huge. Let me say something. Guys, I've dealt with my fair share of corny men. You cannot Same. uncorny a corny man. Once you're corny, it doesn't matter how fine you are either. It's clipped. For you know you. that thing that everybody calls the ick? Yep. Yep. That's the ick. That's the ick. That's the ick. He got the ick. If you're corny, you're not smooth. What he got? The ick. And the thing is, they might be the sweetest person in the world. Right. But the corny. Sometimes it's fun to have a little bit of corny. You know, we can have a little bit of tick tack tick tick tick. Corny is different from like. A corny joke or something. You though. know, yeah, it's very Corny true. is dead ass a personality yeah. trait. And you can't unsee it. And you it's can't so undo it. It's so hard though because another thing is that you can't describe it. You cannot describe it. what's corny. understood don't need to be said. But before we end this episode, because I feel like we touch on a lot, right. the only thing I wish I could do sometimes is go to the past and talk to my younger self. Yeah. And if I could, just about confidence, there's so many things I would tell the young Brianna. Invest in Bitcoin, you know. <laughs> But on a serious note, I feel like I would just tell her to stop worrying so much about pleasing other people. And I've talked about it the entire episode. I have to stop trying to control the way people see me. Because at the end of the day, they're going to see me how they want to. And I wish I could just tell her, like, people's opinions are not what shape you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's your own opinion. It's your own opinions. It's your own feelings. It's who you are. And this sounds so corny when I say it, but it's like it truly means so much to me now. Because at such a young age, I was so worried about what people thought of me and it defined who I was and I couldn't I didn't know my own worth because I was letting other people tell me who, how much I was worth mm-hmm. and that was where I got so lost because I stopped letting I stopped listening to myself I lost my intuition and I think that was mainly like one of the biggest parts for me that was a big moment for me where I let other people tell me who I was so I just didn't trust myself anymore and when I told myself who I was I didn't believe it and so I wish I could go back and tell her like believe what you say and believe when you're standing in that mirror that like not me about to cry because like believe what you say in that mirror when you're talking to yourself Mm -hmm. and listen to her at all times because your gut is there for a reason and trust her like i lost trust in myself so i just lost myself yeah and it was it's so devastating because now that i listen to myself i'm low-key most of the time usually right you yeah, know usually right and either way you're on your you're your own best friend you're yeah. the only person that knows you inside and out so nobody else can tell you who you are absolutely and miles said it best in the last episode i wish i could also tell myself just give myself the same grace and benefit of the doubt that i gave to others mm-hmm. because that i constantly give to others because i'm so harsh on myself i'm my biggest critic and we all are but i will rag on myself for so long for someone who I will forgive them immediately the moment that happens. So I would just say, give yourself some grace, give yourself some leeway to make mistakes and understand that all your mistakes are lessons and they're not failures, they're just things to be learned from and continue to learn for the rest of your life because it'll always end up in a better position than you are. Damn, I wish I could really talk to her. Shout out to me. That was beautiful. Thank you. It was beautiful. Thank you. If I had one word of advice, mine would be create your own world. Mm. If I was talking to myself, I would tell myself that this is your world and everyone else is just living in it. It's important to make up your own space, make up your own peace. Because here's the thing, right? Like, I think about me living at home with, like, my family, whom I love very dearly. All of us do. We all live with people and, like, get on each other's nerves. At the end of the day, you have to find your own peace. You have to find your own place that you find 
and call like a sanctuary. Mm. Everybody else is going to tell you 24 seven what they don't like about you, what they think you could change, what you could wear differently, how you should do your makeup, if they don't like the hairstyle. You're, that's none of your concern, bro. That is none of your concern, it's all up to you. So if I had to tell the younger version of myself anything, it would be create your own world. Mm. You do not have to worry about anyone and you don't have to let anybody else into it. Mm. It's your space. All the things that you hold near and dear to yourself, even your insecurities, it's fine to be aware, but you don't have to project them onto everybody else. You don't have to tell everybody, hey, I hate my forehead. Hey, I hate my eyes. Hey, I hate my like my boobs. You don't have to, because guess what? Nine times out of 10, they don't even realize it. Oh my God. Nine times out of 10, nobody even realizes the things that you hate most about yourself because they're so focused on all of the good things that you're projecting. Oh. So focus on that. You're going to be great. I'm fit to cry. <laughs> Now, because we have to leave them with some things that a boss-ass bitch would do when she's not feeling like a boss-ass bitch. So what are some suggestions you have for our ladies and sometimes even our men? Okay. What can you do when you're not feeling your, your best? Honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. I know this sounds kind of materialistic, especially after this episode. Go shopping, bro. Mm. Go shopping and find something that's going to revamp your energy. So, mm. like, whether it be, like, you know how, like, you go to the store and you'll find something that you know is so near and dear and true to your style even if it's a little bit pricey, buy it. Treat it'll become Yeah, it'll become one of your new favorite staples in your closet that you go to when you're feeling like confident, like you're that girl. Mm. So like go shopping. If skincare is your thing, which I think it's a lot of our things right now, invest in your skincare. Invest in like taking care of yourself if that's something that works for you. The only thing I would say pretty much, I guess in general is do what self-care looks like for you because your self-care is going to sink itself right into boosting your confidence and yeah. like leveling yourself out and bringing yourself back up to that baseline and why i agree so much is because like when you take care of yourself you'll start to show other people how they should take care of you right and that when you start to hold yourself to a higher level a higher standard other people will start to meet you there instead of having you having to constantly bend over and i think that's a huge thing to just understand yeah. when trying to build your confidence because you don't want to let people force you out of character. I think another thing while you're just trying to build your confidence is just stop comparing yourself to others as well. Like, That's just let that deal. go. Let that go immediately. Let it's, it all go. It seems harder than it is, I promise you, but I was one of those I was one of those people who were on social media and constantly comparing myself to this BBL bog. You know, like the the smooth filter that everyone was using. I'm like, damn, they really got smooth ass skin in real life. Mm -hmm. I don't like I was constantly comparing myself. And the moment I stopped, the moment I got off social media and I just honed it on myself and just focused on who I was, I stopped caring so much about how other people looked and focused on who how I look. Right. And that built my confidence immediately because it's like I don't give a damn how they look because I'm still the baddest. You know, you saying this just reminded me of one last thing, guys. Leanna and I, when we talked to each other on the phone, we're like, last thing, last thing, last never, thing. So never. This is the same never thing the last thing. Podcast. <laughs> but the last thing is work on yourself from the inside out. Mm. Be nice to yourself. Be nice to yourself. Hone in on skills, like Liana said. Yep. Hone in on the things that you know make you you. Mm. If you know that you're the class clown, if you know that everybody thinks you're hilarious, hone in on those things. Yeah. If you know that you take pride in like learning new things and like getting into different hobbies, hone in on that. Do things that like literally make you feel better about yourself. It's going to shine from the inside out. Absolutely. And the last thing I would say as well, because you know it's never the last thing. <laughs> would be stand in front of the mirror, just like my mom made me do when I was younger. I'm, I wanna force all of you guys to do it. Focus on the things that you love about yourself instead of the things that you hate about yourself yeah. because I promise you, the things that you love about yourself will always 
overpower that. And what I told my friend the other day is that just make sure when you're not feeling your best, when you're not feeling your most confident, just make sure that the bad bitch overcomes the sad bitch. All right, guys, I hope this episode helped. This is not a one-fits-all solution to confidence. We are both going and, like, taking it day by day as far as building our confidence goes. It's not easy. It is so Mm -hmm. hard. As you guys know, like, I literally cried on the first episode of the season. So if you guys have any suggestions, if you want to reach out, if you want to share anything with us that you're not confident about, we are more than down to be your best friends. Absolutely. And we'll be back on the the next next episode. episode. Bye. Bye. Come on, 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 come on,